I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this is PG and I'm down to dunk. Good evening. We are live tonight at Anthem Brewing Company. And I'm telling you what, if you didn't get to make it out, you have missed out. We are doing our live playoff preview podcast. But before I go too far, I just want to remind you, you can find us on CLNS Media, dailythunder.com, dash radio at 5 p.m. Or, of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcasts. This is Jay. But we have a special, because it's not just down to dunk. It's not. It is three-fourths of the Dream Team podcast. <laughs> Although you don't really consider Royce part of it. He's a special uh, guest. He's a special guest. Special guest. So really, all of us are here. So it's Jay, Brett Dawson from The Athletic, John Hamm from multiple things, the franchise, Bleacher Report, wherever he works. Hi. He's also a dad, and you're muted for some reason, or the court's not working. We got Andrew Schlecht and Taylor Dickerson. Panama, Panama, slam through. That was a quick one. You didn't even let me say slam well, through. Andrew didn't even say. Didn't. Say. Okay, so I think the the proper way to start this show. We're previewing the Thunder playing the Blazers. The how, Blazers. How in the world did we get here? Is the question because this should not have happened. In fact. There's somebody on Twitter that sent me just one of the best tweets ever. This is from at Panicked Waddle. So he's, <laughs> he gave me the stats on how improbable this scenario is. So the Paul George game winner, the Thunder had a 3.1% chance to win the game with nine minutes left. Remember all the red that I showed you in the, in, oh in my the gosh. game log yes. of that game? Yes. It was the absolute depths of hell throughout the entire game. <laughs> it was awful. So Denver beat the Timberwolves with three minutes and 48 seconds left in the game. They had a 1.7% chance to win it. Wow. That's not a good chance if you didn't know about chances and percentages. And then the Blazers beating the Kings with 13 minutes left in the game. They had a 5% chance to win. Five. And somehow all of, the, and all of them had to happen for them to get this matchup. And somehow we are here. And also... And maybe I felt like the Thunder had a 5% chance to win that game yesterday if I was to, to look at the entire season and know that none of the Bucks players were going to play. I would say, yeah, they're probably right, so, going to lose. So quick question. This is for Brett and Ham. Taylor, I don't care about you. Me neither. Is this, was the Milwaukee team that the Thunder played last night better or worse than the Dallas and Memphis teams they lost to? Oh, that's a good question. I, I think probably a little better just because they got a bunch of guys who are on a team that's really good and they know how to win. Chris Middleton still played 17 yeah, minutes. Middleton is a yeah. good player. You know, they, eh, I, like, I like DJ Wilson. You know? <laughs> right. like, yeah, he's all right. They're fine. I, I would say better than, than – yeah, I think better than both of them. I think Memphis it's, – it's weird to, ha- to gauge Memphis, who I think is terrible, but 
As far as I can tell, Bruno Caboclo is the second best player in the NBA <laughs> behind Andrew Wiggins. Based just then, on our experience with yeah, him. Right. Yes. Yeah. So Wiggins won, Caboclo two. Yeah. So like pretty much. You know, I don't know if Milwaukee has anybody quite as good as Bruno Caboclo, but other than that, I think they're a better team. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, it's just remarkable because you mentioned all that, and what's kind of lost in all this. Mo Harkless hit a game-winning three-pointer against the yes. Lakers. Yes. And that's just another, like, if you want to spread that that percentage point out another zero or two, um, you, you factor that in, too. That's the game. Portland was Portland was trying to lose a basketball game. There's the one they could have lost. Yeah, no question. Do you just know, lose that one. Does anybody know what percent? Uh, in fact, this is an audience question. You're going to win $25 to the press if you know oh, the whoa. answer to this. The press. Okay. It's awesome. Anybody shout out the answer. If you know this, I'm going to give this to you right now. What percentage from three does Mo Harkless shoot on the season? 45 is incorrect. Feels like it. Did you say 45? Mo Harkless. <laughs> also known as Joe. No, it's not Joe Harris. What's his name? Yeah, yeah Joe, Joe Harris. Harris. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else? Just shout out numbers. 33 is wrong. 17 is wrong. 28 is extremely close. 27 is correct. You win. Throw right here. Come, come get $25 to the press. Wow. Because you guessed that Mo Harkless shoots 27% from three, and that's the guy that had to make the shot. Wow. And did, he had a bonus in his contract last year. Thanks, dude. That yes. If he shot 35% or better. the season yes. or better. And so he did not shoot a three at all in <laughs> the last game. He hit 35% and then he was done. Yeah, I'm done. You know, though, that Twitter shoots 100% making a how could you be Mo Harkless tweet That's <laughs> as soon as he makes any shot. Yeah, it's so true. It's absolutely true. But, yeah, but, I mean, it's, it, it's a wild series of events, Andrew, because I, I stayed up. I, I wanted to see, like, how the night was going to unfold. Uh, I was getting ready for Thunder After Dark to record that. And so I've got one game on my tablet, one on my laptop. I got the, the Clippers Jazz game on the TV. And what a wacky night. I mean, because it looked <laughs> like that Denver night. was going to lose. Yeah. It looked like uh, that, I mean, the Blazers had no interest in winning. And Sacramento was just rolling them. And then they pulled all their starters. Turns out their third string is worse than Portland's third string. Obviously. I, I just cried myself to sleep during the middle of that Portland game. That's, that's how I – and then I found out at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Like, oh, hey, how? 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 You can't let your I kids so see friends. you do that, like crying yourself it's to true. sleep they were from already a game asleep. like it's that. It's okay. It's all right. I had so many friends text me this morning and say the same thing, that they, they had gone to sleep thinking it was Houston yeah. and woke up this morning and it was Portland. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, anything else on how did we get here? Because yeah, it's just amazing for Houston. Unbelievable for Houston. Like, just an incredible set of circumstances that they now have to play Utah and be on the same side of the bracket. Jay. That fell. As, uh, wow. as Golden State. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's funny because, like, the Thunder just wet the bed the back half of the season. Really didn't deserve to have this. And the Rockets did everything right. And played very well, and still they draw a worse opponent in the first round and get to play Golden State in the second round if they get if they get there. Because, I mean, the Jazz have a chance. We'll talk about this later, but the Jazz have a chance to, to win that series. You know what? The Denver probably messed with the basketball gods more than anybody. Without a doubt. And they got rewarded. Yeah. So there's only oh, one yeah. thing that makes any sense to me. What? This is karmic punishment for trying to blame everything on Mello. Hell that's yeah, what bro. Houston gets. Oh, that's true. <laughs> That's true. If they would have held on to Melo, things would have worked out a little bit better for them. 
Yeah. That's God. what everybody that's how everybody feels in 2019. Oh, if you had Carmelo Anthony on your team, you'd be better. Carmelo's so sad. Uh, okay. We ready to move on? Yes. Okay. So we're going to rank the Thunder players, the Thunder rotation players in terms of their importance to this particular series. So we'll start at the top because I don't I don't think there's a lot of there shouldn't be a lot of uh, differences between our opinions there. Taylor, we'll start with you. Who's the most important player in the series? Uh, Terrence Ferguson. You guys going to okay. say that same? No, PG. Paul George is the most important player in this series. Um, if he is hurt, well, first of all, if he's healthy, the Blazers have no one to guard him. Who are they going to throw at him? Mo Harkless, who's like, who's like a fake Aminu. defensive player. Al Farouk Aminu, who is kind of very Jeremy Grantish, to where it's like you look at, you watch him, and you think he's a pretty good defender. But really, he's not. Basically, Paul George has no one who can defend him. So if he is healthy, uh, I don't know how the Blazers. I don't know what they do yeah. because Russ has all the confidence in the world against Damian Lillard too. What did he say last game? He said some. I I get that a every time something like that. Yeah, except he for the fact it that, for years I believe. Is except yes. for the fact that he hasn't. So I did a deep dive yeah. today. Oh, okay. On, wow, Blazers on, fan, Jay Smith on the internet. So, Paul George is without a doubt the most important person in this series. So, let me read you off his percentages. So, Paul George had four games. They played him four times. Paul George had one in which he just returned from the Minnesota. Like, he just returned against Minnesota after he'd been hurt kind of out of the Sarsler break. So, that one, he was 7 of 23 from the field, 1 of 9 from the three-point line, 17 to 20 from the free throw line. He shot 20 free throws and made 17 of them. Had 14 rebounds. Anyway, his best game of the season, possibly, was against Portland in the third time they matched. 15 to 26 from the field, 8 of 13 from three, 9-11 from the free throw line. But that was the game he also had 12 rebounds and 10 assists. So he had the triple-double. I mean, he has killed them for 37, 36, 47, and 32. Russell shot 43% against the Trailblazers. And the only game... the it's only pretty reason, good. It's not bad, but the only reason it was cl- even that decent... As he was 14 to 28 in the one game that Paul George didn't play well. And so Paul George, they don't have anybody that can guard him. Now, I think both of them will have a successful series because I think one of the things they lost in Nurkic, and not that he was tremendous at this, but they have almost zero rim protection now. And so Russ should have a, a really good series against them. But I'm, I'm trying to temper my confidence in this team against the Blazers, but it just feels like it really is a bad matchup for them. And it, it's almost like they were trying to avoid it, Ham. I, I know it kind of feels that way. I don't, I don't know why, you know, people would draw that conclusion. There you go. But it does seem like the Portland really didn't want to play the Thunder. Yeah, look, it's not a great matchup for Portland. I agree. If you want to temper your enthusiasm, the way to do it is to say all those games were really close. And Paul George averaged 40 points a game, and, and the Thunder didn't really get any separation in the, in the series. So is Paul George going to average 40 in this playoff series? The way he's played since the shoulder injuries indicates probably not. Playoff so, P, Brett. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, It never comes up. I've never, I've, I've never heard that. Explain <laughs> that to me. This is the first time since last year you've heard it. <laughs> but I think that's where you have to like figure out how important is Nurkic to this team. Because the games were close with Nurkic. Yes. And he's, he's very important, and I'm sure we'll get into that yeah. at some point because it, it, 
It means the guy now is in his canner, and that's a, that's a big difference. There's a, it's a huge difference. There's a big difference. I don't know if you guys know this, but one time a, a coach in a playoff series said, can't play canner. <laughs> what? Quit. Yeah. And, and was there a Thunder player that suggested to Cantor's coach that maybe he should pull Cantor out? No, there was not. There was a Thunder player who said, "Get him, sub him out. He doesn't know how to play defense. <laughs> that was the thing that Stephen Adams said to David Fisdale. And, so, and, yeah, and, and I went and looked and like uh, against the Thunder this season, like Zach Collins and, and Myers Leonard, who are both just beautiful, by the way. Um, but Gorgeous like, boys. They are. Those guys, their, their plus minus is pretty bad against the Thunder this season for what it's worth. Yeah, so I, I think... Look, not having Nurkic makes Stephen Adams more important. It makes, as, as you say, it makes Russell at the rim more important. But Paul George is the most important Thunder player in the yeah. series. I think. Russell, too? Yeah, I think clearly. Because I disagree that he has all the confidence in the world against Damian Lillard. I think he, he gets a little out of sorts against Dame. I don't know what that is. I don't know the history, exactly where that comes from. Remember there was a play, was it last year, where... Dame's reaching down to pick up the ball, and Russ just kicks it away for no reason other than to kick the ball So away. maybe Dame makes Russell feel insecure. So Russ has to bolster up a little bit, peacock a little bit, you know, if you they will. They both wear zero, and only one can be the... <laughs> yeah. It can be only one. It's like a Highlander. Damian Lillard wears the letter O. That's how they introduce him at games, wearing the letter O. That's pretty Ooh. bad. For Oakland. Hey, we do actually have a Twitter question from a friend of the pod, present in this room. The Elephant King that asked this question: Will the Russ versus Dame rivalry help or hurt the Thunder in this series? All right, real quick, we're going to do an audience participation at this point. Is Russ going to overplay? So, just raise your hand if you think Russ is going to overplay because he hates Dame so much. If he's going to do that, raise your hand. Okay, there's hands. There are Damn. like five. We'll say five hands. There's roughly, let's say, you know, three hundred people in here. I, I count. I count. <laughs> So if you think that Russ is going to play controlled and have an incredible series, raise your hand. Yeah. There are, oh, we've got some yeah. people. There's a lot of people here that you're trying to find some middle ground. We don't function in the middle ground in <laughs> fandom. Like, it's it's extremes here. And so from what I gathered here is these people are a bunch of homers. <laughs> Very delusional. So just, like, call, just like us. Would you call Russ in the past five games controlled would be my question. Yes. In yeah. the past five games, yes. He, yeah. he also had, what, 16 technical fouls? I mean, I don't know. In the last five games? That in the last five games. That is not controlled, John. Finish the season with 32 techs. Hey, the, the, they, set, they hit the reset button in the playoffs. I think that's he gets right. seven to play with now, I think. Right. So, yeah. Six to play with. Is it seven where you get a suspension? I think that's right. expunged. Yeah. I like to think of it that he can play with. I really like to think of it that way. Yeah. It's like they say, you know, like you got six fouls to play with when you check into a game. You just can't kick anyone in the balls. That's the thing that'll get you suspended for a playoff You're game. Right. Or can so you? You have six technical fouls and then no kicking in balls. <laughs> here's, here's what I would say about Russ. I don't know how he'll react to Lillard on the whole in the series. You know, we saw he had, he had some moments with Rubio last year where he definitely got outside of what he wanted to do, but also some moments where he played great in that series. So I don't know. Here's what I am confident about with Russ and Dame. There will be at least one bit of weirdness. Something weird will happen in the series because yeah. <laughs> something weird always happens when they play poorly. Every time, especially in Portland. And whose side will Ennis Cantor have when that happens? It's I mean, <laughs> he's re- he's going to be torn. He will be totally torn, torn. apart. Man, yeah. Because part, I mean, part of the reason the Thunder lost to Utah was definitely the Rubio stuff. That was a, that that was a big part of it. Yeah, I, I mean, Mitchell was a big part. Right. But the Rubio thing, it ma- I mean, it mattered. It mattered. It mattered that he wanted to post him up 100 times a game. Yeah. Right. And he, I don't, it's not the same with Dame. 
in that, but he does want to compete with him. Like, nope. there'll be time that he'll want to go shot for shot with him. He respects Dame in a way I don't think he respects some of those other guys. He knows Dame's a great player. That is, and I, I agree with that. This year, that graduated to another level. Uh, Jason Quick, who covers the Blazers for us, you know Russ would never talk about this, but Dame has talked about it, about some of the things they said to each other. And, and while Russ is, is talking trash to him and going after him, I think Dame has a better understanding now that it comes from a place of respect more than it used to. I think that's changed mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. Okay. So, number three, it's got to be Steven Adams, right? Or does, do you guys think that somebody's more important than Steven Adams in this series? Um, hmm. I, I might lean that direction given the center matchup. Yeah, I'll, I'll go that way. I think I mean he's the third best player. If he, I, if those top three play well, they win, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm tempted to. I'm really tempted to say Ferguson is is the yeah. third most important guy because of McCollum and because of the fact that he'll get that assignment. Yeah, um, and and his making shots has so much to do with how good they are. Yeah, but I think it's Adams because of Canner and because you're going to have one. I mean, he's going to have to attack Canner. They're going to have to attack in the pick and roll, and that's not just on Steven. They got the other guys have to get him the ball. It's very important that they don't lose sight of him. Yep. Um, but also, he's got to guard Canner, and Canner's playing really well offensively, and so that makes him doubly important in that sense. Well, that's the thing too is if if he can take Cantor out of the game or make his life a little harder offensive or Steve defensively against Cantor's offense then all they really have is Dame and CJ. And if you can get the ball out of Dame's hands, I don't know what they do. Because Nurkic was an offensive weapon for them as well and set really good picks. And so if, if Steve can kind of take Cantor out of it a little bit, it makes their offense a lot harder. Yeah, I, I think you look at the way they, they've kind of blitzed uh, Dame and pick and rolls, and, and the thing that Portland does really well to counter that is he can make that just that perfect pocket pass to Nurkic. And now who's going to catch those? You know, that, that's a big difference in the series. Yeah. And, you know, again, if if they do go at Cantor over and over, I, I wonder is Terry Stotts going to have to make an adjustment game one, game two, game three? What's the adjustment? My question is what's the adjustment? You know, again, that, that's where I brought up mm-hmm. Collins. That's where I brought up um, – I like uh, Zach Collins a lot. He'll foul out. I, I know. Uh, they could even downsize, I suppose, and try yeah. to see if they can out-quick OKC uh, and go with like a Minu like at the five or something weird yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean that just kind of shows. I think getting Stephen Adams involved early and often in this mm-hmm. uh, in, in this series will be will be uh, a benefit. I think we'll see Jake Lehman at the five. Jake Lehman? Yeah. Oh, he's too handsome. I don't know, man. It's too beautiful. Hey, so let's talk about the most important thing that's happening in the Trailblazers series is Raymond Felton. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Raymond Felton is coming back to Portland. Are you suggesting he's the fourth most important player? On the <laughs> I'm <laughs> just saying he may be the X factor. Hey, he's not. He's not tenth. I mean, he's he's on the list. It's not fourth. Uh, it is. It is. Canner's a great transition of, to to Raymond Felton, though, because what a difference in terms of like the vibe for the guy coming back to his old place. People yeah. still love Ennis so much, and legitimately, I was texting with somebody who knows the Blazers very well today. And I said, you know, it just, it, it's an interesting dynamic because people seem to hate him. And he said, no, no, people don't seem to hate him. <laughs> they passionately hate Raymond Felton. Which is funny. Do other fan bases hate him? Or is it just the Blazers because he got fat? It's just the one year in Portland where he was like, he was not in great shape coming out of the lockout. And yeah. he didn't play well. And they hold it against him. And they hate him. That's funny. It's weird because, you know, I talked to Sean Hyken last night. Yeah. And basically, uh, Raymond Felton is to Portland as Reggie Jackson is to Oklahoma City. 
that that's kind of, I mean, like Oklahoma City, they, they'll cheer in his canter, they'll applaud Serge Ibaka, mm-hmm. all these guys except for Kevin Durant, they come back. Um, but yeah, it's like Raymond is the only guy that the Portland fan base refuses to like, you know, welcome back. Was it just he, because he was bad or did he say stuff? I think I think really he was bad, and they, I think they, did they lose in the first round or not make the playoffs yeah. or whatever, and they they he, really blame him. They pin a lot of blame on Raymond Felton. Okay. I, I think there was like one or two like slight towards Portland or, or yeah maybe or something that the it fans might have been took after he got back because remember he he played so well in New York and then he went back to New York and played well again. Yeah, maybe he said something you know about his time in Portland. I don't know. You know that's what obviously happened with Canner in Utah. He was on his way out. Was not very complimentary of Utah. Yeah. So maybe there's some of that. I do. I just think it's hilarious. This is one of the. I mean, the, there's so many great things about the NBA. But one of my absolute favorite things is that on any given night, Raymond Felton can be the least popular guy in the game. That's incredible. <laughs> Ray Felton. It's great. Uh, yeah, Sean Hyken was saying like, oh, who did he mention? Is the guy that plays for the Bucks now? He's like, they literally cheer. Oh, Pat Connaughton. They cheer for everybody that comes back to Portland, yes, and then Ray yeah. Felton gets on the floor, and it's just like emphatic. He gets treated like like a guy who left in free agency and is like he gets treated like Durant. He gets booed every time he touches the ball. It's amazing. <laughs> it's very exciting. And like and he, and he is, loves it. He's oh he yeah, absolutely loves it. And it's great cuz like you, you know, you don't you're just not going to get that kind of response ever if oh. you're Raymond Felton from anywhere. Party foul ham. Ham man. I'm, uh, I'm flipping over tables here. <laughs> okay, so we we mentioned this. Terrence Ferguson, the fourth most important player in this series. Or is it Jeremy Grant? Because I think it's between those two. It's a toss-up there between those two guys. But I think I think Ferguson. I'll go with Ferguson just to start that conversation. I think he's so important because one, you know, McCullum is coming off an injury and he's starting to be a little bit more comfortable. But it's there's some question about exactly what yeah. he is coming off that injury right now. And Ferguson is going to have that responsibility a lot. He's going to get him a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then also his making shots is so important for these guys. When he makes shots, they're much much better. And he's in a groove, kind of. I don't know if that groove carries over. I don't know if Tom Haverstrow's done a groove study, um, but it's. <laughs> I'm interested yeah. to see if that continues. I would agree with that. I think Ferguson, and he has been way better recently. And but I do say, it's it's hard because at this point, I think in the roster you're splitting hairs because Grant has been yeah incredible for this team. I mean, I don't know if he led. I'm assuming he led the team in three point percentage. He ended up at 39.5 or something. Maybe with the way Paul struggled Kinda, at the end. Right, right. I'm not actually 100% sure of that. Yeah. I mean, and Deontay Burton might have hit 80%, but I'll have to go double check. And I remember, I think it was the, are you suggesting that Deontay Burton misses? <laughs> How dare you? Just two out of ten times, not okay. a big deal. And it, I just, watching Mo Harkless in the third game they played, which was here in Oklahoma City, I don't, did he score? No, it was Aminu that didn't score Aminu, yeah. in either game two or three. And I don't know, I at this point, but I think just because of what Ferguson brings defensively is why he's so significant in this series. Agreed. And that he has to guard somebody. He has to guard their second-best player and really their only other go-to score, like a primary ball handler score guy. Yeah, and with no Nurkic, those two guys are, are even more important than normal, so McCollum's importance offensively is magnified in this series. Sheesh. Yeah, Jeremy Grant finished with the best three-point percentage on the team, 39.2. In 49% from the field. Altogether, and then 71 from free throw. He's been great. That's unbelievable. It's been unbelievable. Jeremy Grant, underpaid. Isn't that crazy? That is weird. It's crazy, Trey. Hey, guys, 71% from the free throw line. Can you believe it? No. That's amazing. Oh, that was fake Think news. about the incredible, like, mental stamina it takes to shoot 71% from the free throw line. It's obviously very now, hard. Now, Brett, Brett has been the most honest about the Thunder's free throw 
problems. But one of the things, and we that, just want to say thank you. And I appreciate it. What are other people saying? They're good. At no, 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 like no. Other people but are it's just lying. something that you like. I can't remember what game it was. It was Toronto. It was that Toronto game at home yeah. that was just abysmal. And this last five game run, it like a whole different team from yeah. the free throw line. It was insane. And what did they make? 16 out of 18 against the Rockets? Well, it's crazy. I'm looking at everyone's free throw percentages right now, and it doesn't make sense to me because there's like 71%, 83%, 92% for Raymond Felt. I don't understand these percentages because the team has been shooting terrible all season, and these look good. Yeah, Russ, well, who Russ, shoots the most? Yeah, Russ. Look, look at the numbers. And he finished the Paul season at 66. Yeah, he's finished at Actually, 95%. Did Paul shoot the most? So, yeah. Yeah, so it's much like the three-point shooting thing. Russ shoots a lot of them, and he has not shot them well. Yeah. Thanks, Russ. Me. Yeah. Third third most is Steven, and he shot 50%. 50%, that's not okay. And that was that was, uh, that was way down in the second half of the season, way so down after the All-Star He break. must have been like 75% before the All-Star break because he shot 75. about 12% after that. So. Okay, so Grant, five. Yes, we mm-hmm. agree with that. Or is there okay. someone off the bench? Okay, so now to the bench. So I assume that only Schroeder, Nerlens Noel, Marquise Morris, and Ray Felton are going to play. Is there anybody else that we think is going to play? Does Nader get minutes? That's the question. I, I think – don't say it. No. Probably not. I think Patrick Patterson is maybe more likely to see a minute here or there. Okay, but we won't count him. Than Nader just because of some foul trouble situations. And they're going to play Marquise some at center. Yeah. You that you can play Patrick some at power forward if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like the Trailblazers are going to go small. Yeah. Before they would ever, you know, they're going to put anybody out there with Tanner other than guards and forwards. Yeah. Like, not big. I mean, you know, it's not going to be him and Myers Leonard out there. So, I think you're right in the sense that maybe Patterson, but I I don't know how tight that rotation is going to be. I, I would say this. There's no question that the sixth most important guy is Schroeder just because he changes so much there's for them when no he scores. no doubt. And there's a, there, you could argue that he may be more important than Possibly. one of the starters, depending yeah. on how he plays. But I think, yes, firmly behind those guys. And I like everybody would talk about his defense. I think it's more about his size than it is about his defense. Because I feel like he's defended fine in comparison to what people think about him. I thought he's been okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's something that, uh, you know, talking to someone over the summer said, you know, I know the narrative is that he's a terrible defender. Uh, didn't really believe that was the case. And, and he's had, you know, of course, he's had some problems throughout the season just size-wise. But, I mean, for the most part, I, I agree with you, Andrew, I think. And I have no idea what the defensive RPM or the, you know, whatever advanced stats says. I, I, I haven't felt like, my goodness, they got to get Schroeder off the floor very often. Yeah. Very often. Okay, so seven. I would argue it's Markeith. I was going to say Markeith. Anyway. Yeah. Well, t- Taylor, tell us why it's Markeith. Because have you seen, like, the difference it makes to have a big off the bench be able to score points? He's been great the past, how, how long now? At least week and a half, two weeks. He's yeah. been confident in hitting threes when he's open from three, and they're posting him up. And it, ch- it completely changes the energy of that bench. And before they had that, I mean, everyone was complaining about Patrick Patterson. Then Markeith comes in, and he's been bad, and he's missing his defensive rotations. But just having a big off the bench, being able to score, and a go-to guy that can just give you points changes a lot. And Portland does not have a guy to match. What, Zach Collins is their big off the bench. And, uh, yeah, if you have Nerlens and Morris in there and they're confident in blocking and scoring, then I, I think that's that's pretty good for them. 
Yeah, <laughs> Nerlens has been sneaky good against Portland yeah. in some stretches, and then also Nerlens has had like a Nerlens uh, time against Portland. He's had these moments where he's really good and these moments where he's kind of out of position, doesn't play well. The game they where they broke the long streak in Portland, he was really good. He had the two steals against Dame. Yeah, when he got and they weren't the, just like steals. Out like on he he yeah. ripped him in yeah. the backcourt, which was yeah. crazy. And, and he's, super he's much more comfortable on a switch against one of those guards <laughs> than Markeith is going to be, certainly. But I just don't know how many minutes he's going to play. I, I just, you know, I think Markeith is going to play some minutes at the five, so I just don't know what... Mm. The, the question to me with Nerlens and the reason I think Markeith is, is the more important guy if you're ranking him, is like, I don't know what kind of trust they have in him right now because yeah. of all the defensive freelancing. I just don't know how confident Billy is in him. Yeah. So I would say Felton is probably more important just because he's going to play multiple spots. And then Nerlens is like strictly the backup center, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Felton is, uh, you know, to, to some people's chagrin, but I, I think it's sort of uh, uh, Billy kind of has to go this direction. In order to get another shooter off the bench on the floor, they're going to have to go with him. And, um, you know, he's, he's a guy that I think is going to potentially impact the game a little bit more. You can trust him so much more than, than Nader. I mean, especially since yeah. he's better than he was last year, I would say. This year, the minutes he's played, he's coming, he hits his open shots. I texted them. I said, I can't even I can't even remember the shots that Felton has missed from three. It seems like every time he's at the corner or down, uh, yeah, he just, he just makes his open shots. It, it seems like it's because they're playing him not as the point guard. Like, that's yeah, where they yeah. got in trouble. It's like, Felton's yeah. great when he's yeah. standing in the corner and can just shoot when he gets it. And <laughs> I, but, but when he's the point guard, he says, all right, it's my turn. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's yeah. a strange development for Raymond Felton. That's but. the thing, and I don't know the numbers on this, but he has not played a lot of minutes without either of the other two point guards out there at all in this stretch when he's been back in the rotation. He's had Russ or Schroeder, and in rare occasions both, on the floor with him. Since he's back in the rotation, he's shooting 57% from three. Wow. That seems good. Uh, I don't see any reason why that can't Grant. keep that's up all the way through a playoff run. <laughs> that seems sustainable. I, it feels like there's room to get better, even. <laughs> there is <laughs> at numbers least could be higher. Forty-three percent, yeah, of points that they could get to. I mean, he could get up in that Deontay Burton range if he tries hard enough. That's what I'm saying. Actually, that's God-given talent. Ra- Ham. Raymond Felton is—he's almost my Deontay Burton. I really like him. I just—I like yeah. Felton. He's, well, yeah. he's wonderful. Brett, you may not have wanted to listen to me much last year because. I blame pretty much every thunder woe on Raymond Felton. Not Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Raymond freaking Felton. It is great when he is not your backup point guard. Like, that feels fantastic when he's like, hey, also sad that he is your one wing rotation player that you're excited about. It's like, you know, it would have been nice to have had Alex Sabrinas or, he, I don't know, Andre Robertson. It's a, it's a thunder tradition played, unlike any other. It is. He played great last night, Raymond Felton. Like, he, great. Did. he cannot yeah. play a better game than he played last night. It's a tale as old as time. Disagree. Don't do this. Don't make me do this. Why? What? All right, we're going to go into matchups. You're saying that. Hold on, hold on. I feel like Brett and Andrew were on the verge of beef. Why? Beef, if you You will. were telling me not to do this? Yeah. You don't want to sing Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, no, I don't. Okay. Well, let's move on then. Let's move on to matchups. <laughs> so I thought we could go through the matchups, the key matchups, and say who has the advantage to kind of help us get to our picks. Uh, so we'll start with the point guard matchup. I think this is the marquee matchup. This is what's going to be talked about by whoever. Maybe Magic Johnson's going to talk about it now that he's a free man. And could tweet. He, he could probably tweet about it. I also have another question. Maybe we can just <laughs> derail this whole thing to talk about what would you give up in your life just so you could tweet? 
Oh my God! President like, of basketball what, operations no, like, for the Lakers. What's the most important thing that you're I, like? I just have to give this up so that I can tweet. I just I cannot do this anymore. Up, I would give up my Twitter account for a free lunch. <laughs> like there is not much that would. Ham, that, that Ham I do not believe that. I, I need you to either. dig deep. I need I you would, to dig deep. I would give up. Not, I just don't think that's true. I would give up my Facebook account in order to tweet. That's easy. If that's it's like you have to give up Facebook forever. Right. Yes, that's, that that's would be simple. great. That would be great to give up Facebook. That's called self-care, Jay. That is. Yeah. But you're pointing to the issue that li- literally there's nothing I wouldn't like keep or give up to get re- like I don't like Twitter's great. I love Twitter. But I would give up Twitter in a second for pretty much anything of significance. Okay, in my so life. that's why everybody's I would I would give up Twitter to run Fake. the Lakers. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I could do that. Yeah. I would stop Done. tweeting. Genie. Immediately, <laughs> I give I up my right th- hand. I would individually delete every tweet I ever posted to run the Lakers. Right. Yes, for yep. sure. So this all, this exercise was just to show that Magic Johnson is a liar. <laughs> wow. That's all. Just wanted you guys to know. Okay, back to matchups. <laughs> yeah. So the point guard matchup. You got Magic Johnson versus Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Wait. Magic. C- congratulations. Magic Russell. now or prime magic? Russ really wanted to tie that record last oh, night. Congratulations, wanted, Russ. Mm, just to type congratulations. Okay, so Russ versus Dame. Who wins? Who's who has the advantage in this matchup? I think it's. I think Dame has the advantage. He's playing at home, where Russell doesn't always play great in Portland. He's had the better year. I mean, Dame has had a better season than Russ. He should be a, you know, he's probably a second team All NBA guy. He's probably on the MVP ballot. Yep. If you're filling out a top five, um, that's it is the matchup to watch. And if Russ outplays Dame, they're they're going to win the series. Um, but I think based on the seasons the two guys whoa, have had, whoa, and, whoa, you think if Dame out eight outplays Russ, no, you didn't no, listen. if Russ outplays Dame, if Russ oh, sorry, outplays sorry, Dame. my fault. Yeah. Uh, I was Brent. looking; they're playing Evolution on the TV in my brain. I can't do more than one thing at a time. <laughs> Brett, I have a quote for you. This it is also from Russell Westbrook really himself to Damian Lillard. I've been busting that A for years. You wrong. Russ Wentz. <laughs> Russ just told us. he have been busting that A for years. Well, if he busts the A in this series, <laughs> I think the Thunder will win. That's great. He has to bust the A. Does anybody disagree that it's Dame? I, I think it's Dame. I, I think Dame. I think I'm probably would be, you. just because of my homerism, I would just say push. Like this is a push. That it's equal. Yeah. Can I not do that? I mean, you can no, do whatever you'd no. like. Oh, so, so here's, the, here's another what question. What kind of a world do you live in I trying know. to live in the middle? <laughs> I'm a moderate, man. I'm a centrist. Hey, so this real question. not true. I've never made a choice in my life. I literally get paralyzed by decisions. <laughs> so if Russ gets outplayed by Dame, the Thunder can still win, though. I think so. Because okay. Paul George right. could have a great series. I mean, if, if, if PG's great, if Adams uh, the scores meaning, more uh, than you'd expect because of the matchup, Amino's sure. the only person that they have that can guard Paul George. Maybe, I think, maybe Lehman? I think the question is, you know, maybe is Lehman? Paul George is playing with maybe? between zero and two healthy shoulders. We don't know what the number is. <laughs> He's getting three whole days of rest. I'm sure he'll be perfectly healthy. Four. Just uh, some ice baths. Yeah, he so. didn't play last night. So you add. He plays on the fourth day. So three full days. No, no, no. Jay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Wednesday they played. Thursday, Friday, Saturday they play Sunday. Three days. But he didn't play Wednesday. He didn't play. He's sad. Was Tuesday the Rockets game? Yes. Yes. You can leave now. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I've been busting that ass for you. 
<laughs> Jay just retired. Jay's like Magic Johnson. He just nobody knew it was going to happen, but he just <laughs> he just resigned. He just retired. Okay, so C.J. McCollum, Terrence Ferguson. I think we can all agree that C.J. McCollum is is he's very very important to the chance of the Blazers winning. He's got to have a great series, which is probably pretty scary because we don't really know how healthy he is either. Because he probably would have sat out that second night of a back-to-back had he even had they even wanted to win that game. So I don't I don't know I don't know how healthy he is. Yeah, that's that's the question. Much like with Paul George, but even more of a question than, than Paul has played a great game this week. Yes, you know, like, or a really good game against Houston. Made a big huge right. He's hit one game-winning shot, at least in the past week. So <laughs> He played a great second half against Houston. He, was really, he didn't good. shoot the ball well in the game, but he, he had a really nice half. He really did. Um, yeah, I mean, look, McCollum is, is very, very good, but that also stresses the importance of Terrence Ferguson sort of making life a little more difficult for him. Without a doubt. At, at that end. And, again, the OKC ball movement, the more shots, that, I mean, you don't need to get him 20 shots a game, but if they get him like 7 to 12 shots a game, I think that's – that's really good for OKC's chances. Ferguson? Yes. 7 to 12. I'm going to take the under on 7 to 12, I promise you. Yeah? I don't think he's going to get 12 shots. Are you talking for the whole series say, or per game? 7 I is mean, a lot. If he gets I mean, 7 <laughs> shots in a game, you're like, they got him the ball. I think he will get 12 I, I, shots in this series. I, I, I do was, not I, think he will get 12 shots in a game. I wasn't necessarily talking like per game. Yeah. Just if they can get – basically if the ball moves and they yeah. get him anywhere between oh, 7 and 12. 12 total for the series. Here's the number of shots I do not want him taking. Zero or one, one two, yeah. like he needs to get five. He needs to be taking five shots. Yeah, right. Five or six shots a game from three is what he needs to take. Five threes is great if they can get it. Because yeah. also, like, you also want to make C.J. work some, as, not just as a help defender. You want him to have to account for where Ferguson is. And if you can put the ball on the floor a little bit, too, that would be great. Yeah. I just get scared when he does because I don't think that he always knows what to do. So I don't know how great that is for the Thunder. I'd rather, have, I'd rather force the ball out of Dame's hands and put it in C.J.'s, though. If Dame doesn't have the ball, because Dame can run other things. CJ is such a scorer, and he can run a pick and roll, but he's running a pick and roll looking for his own shot. And he'll score, but I'd rather CJ score 30 on you than Dame runs any kind of offense with that team whatsoever. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Okay, so Portland wins the backcourt, which is not a shocking development yeah. at all. Uh, it's it's Paul George over Mo Harkless. Um, there's just not even a, a, even with even zero a shoulders. If he had no shoulders. If he just had to bite the ball and jump up to dunk it, he would probably be better than Mo Harkless. Mo Harkless has a better theme song, and Paul George wins the match. Okay. Agreed. All right, Jeremy Grant and Al Farouk Aminu. Which Grant. Is, it's kind of an interesting conversation, I guess. I think that's a hands-down Jeremy Grant advantage. Al Farouk Aminu I will have a game in this series where he makes like four or five threes, though. Yes, I don't think it's that interesting of a conversation. I think when you look at their numbers and look at even productivity, I just think Jeremy Grant's better than Al Farouk Aminu, and he's a better defender too. Al Farouk has a little bit of reputation that gives him a uh, big reputation. Ooh, you and me. Yeah, but big. Jeremy Grant's going to be busting that A. That's right. <laughs> We're still huge, on that. Huge I'm emotional. Uh, not leaving it. Huge emotional homecoming for Jeremy Grant, born in Portland. Was he? I don't even know if he remembers that or not. His dad was playing for the Was Blazers. Jeremy Grant born anywhere? If Jeremy Grant just appeared, I'd believe it. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of wild that Jeremy Grant shot five percentage points better from three than Alfred Camino this season. Yeah. I mean, Aminu got that contract because he had that really good year with Dallas. Yeah. And, and everyone just thought, oh, my God, 
How can you possibly give a player four years and thirty million? For, oh, okay, he's underpaid. <laughs> four years, <laughs> yeah. just like instantly. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but I think it's Grant. Grant's. A, I think he's a better player. He looks more aware just when you look at him in the face. He just looks yeah. like a more aware person. Yeah. If you have the NBA app, go look at Al Farouk Aminu's picture on there. He's wasted in it. <laughs> just look at it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the first person to bring me a picture of Al Farouk Aminu, I'm going to give them a gift card. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking. But it has I'm, to be from the NBA app. It has to be from the NBA app. He's actually wasted in it. Also, another part of that is that, oh. Here it is. Okay. That's it. Andrew that's, wins. That's why you got to be closer. That's wasted, Al Farouk. No, he, he looks pretty normal on that one, actually. That's to the press. Oh, man. To the mule. And the mule. You can I'm assuming Rook it works at all wasted. of them. It does work at all of them. Press mule, anchor down. Yep. Gosh, I miss corn dogs, man. Mm, give me corn dogs. Give okay. me some corn dogs. Uh, and then it's Steven Adams over in his canter, yes? Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> this is an unbelievable matchup. <laughs> unbelievable matchup. <laughs> I, it, and it's, it's so significant. I just When I think about this matchup in particular, I think about the overtime where our, uh, Nurkic was kicked out of the game. And the Thunder, it just felt like the entire floor opened up. And they right. could do whatever they wanted. And I know it's not going to be like that for the whole series because they've adjusted and they've played together more and he's played with the starters more. But it does feel like this is so crucial because it was not long ago that he was can't play cancer. He was waived by the Knicks. He was on a – I mean, he hasn't been a significant player since he was on the Thunder. And really, when he was on the Thunder, like he was significant in the regular season and became, he was significant in that Spurs series, maybe. And then after that, like really not. So I just wonder, he's putting up stats. There's, yep. there's no doubt that he, he's a great offensive rebounder. He can really score the basketball. But against a guy that knows like his every tendency and knows everything about him and is like his best friend, like I just think it's going to be a really tough tough matchup for him uh, I think Steven's just going to dominate this matchup yeah I, he should control it I mean there's no doubt and can't, look Cantor's played well and I think the thing we, we have to say they've gone 7-2 and two without Nurkic you know they haven't yep. played the Thunder mm-hmm. and, and that's a, a tough matchup and I don't think you know they would have had trouble no matter who they were playing here because if you know it could have been Gobert um, it could have been maybe Capella I don't know if they still were in, in range to play the Rockets at some point but like they, they, it's a tough matchup without their center and this is going to be different than what they've done without him at the end of the regular season but they have played well without him. It's, you can't write them off because he's not there, but it's, it's such a huge advantage for the Thunder because not only is he an important piece, he's played so well against the Thunder. Not just what he does defensively to kind of clog things up, but he's, he's played so well offensively against them, and he's neutralized Adams in a lot of ways. Even when Adams plays well, Nurkic really offsets what he does. Well, and he's their third best player. It's not even just that he's their starting center. I mean, that's their third best player. And their third go-to third best scorer. scorer. So yes. it's yeah, like by a pretty wide margin. Who like their who is their fourth best player? Who who is Portland's fourth best player? I mean, he's their third best player by a wide margin. Oh yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Evan Turner, maybe. What about Evan Turner? Rodney Hood. Did, Evan Turner? did he get Magic Johnson's autograph? Did Did anyone get to the bottom of that? <laughs> I don't know if he did. I hope he did. Evan Turner does sound like he has a bubble in his throat. That's what he was trying to do. Anytime got, he talks. Magic Johnson's autograph. I'm Evan Turner. <laughs> it really does sound like that. Listen to an interview with Evan Turner. It's worth it. Uh, the person that can bring me an interview with Evan Turner on YouTube is going to get $25 <laughs> off of their tab tonight. I'm not joking. It's not a joke. You can bring it up and show me, and I want to hear his voice. I'm serious. You guys, get your phones out. Everybody's got a phone. 
It's 2019. This is $25 off your tab here at Anthem Brewing Company. Okay. You're um, missing out. Okay, so the, now I think we go to the bench. So who has, and I don't think that, okay, Ben Elephant King right here. Let me hear. Yes. Here, give, give me your phone. Sorry. It's, it's ours now. We keep it. Yeah. What you didn't <laughs> know is you. you're trading your phone for a $25 <laughs> gift, gift card to Anthem. We're kind of like GameSpot. See. see if we can. Oh my gosh! Uh, All right, Taylor, do it at the same time. I have to read his mind. <laughs> I, don't know I, thought I, right. I, I was playing basketball uh, since I've been about Okay, uh, okay. So we've got Rodney Hood. Like, who's going to play off the bench? I think I don't know the answer to this for the Blazers, but I think we can probably get pretty close to who's going to play off the bench for them. So I've got on the list, not all these guys are going to play. Rodney Hood, Zach Collins, Evan Turner. And then I don't, like, does Seth Curry play? Does Jake Yes, Lay- does Seth Curry yeah. plays very Seth well. Yeah, plays, yeah. Say, I think so. Okay, Jake Layman, does he play? Oh, yeah. Jake so, Layman will So play. do all those guys play? Yeah. So they're going to play 10 guys. I think Jake Layman's the guy that the Thunder have been looking for. Like, as like a boyfriend? Yeah, just as like a friend, really. <laughs> No, I think Layman's. Maybe I have a weird feeling for this guy. That I don't know how to. <laughs> What's back, happening right I now? I don't know how to back out of this moment. <laughs> uh, if, if you need a guy to play forty-eight minutes, that's a guy that can do it. He's I done like, it. I like Jake Layman as a person. No, guys, <laughs> I just want to be his friend, re- y'all. Is this no, weird? No, I really like yeah. Jake. Layman. No, I do, and he's going to play. Okay, so we think Seth all Curry has to play though. He's been Seth Curry is there when you get to the X Factor. Question. He's forty five percent from three on the season. You gotta yeah. play him. He, yeah, he and he's also he's been playing well. He's a huge part of what they do. Yeah. You know what Jake Layman shoots from three, Jay? Your best uh, friend. Hold on. Um do I get a twenty five dollar gift card to Anthem? Yes. Uh twenty nine percent. Golly, you're just so wrong. Thirty two percent. I'm not that wrong. You're so wrong. Okay. That's offensive. Uh, 3% off. And then the Thunder yeah. NASA <laughs> can't be three percent off of anything, Jay. If you had a chance to get a 100% or 97%, you'd be pretty excited with that 97%. Yeah. Or you might bounce off the atmosphere and just drift in space for <laughs> sure. all of eternity. It just so. depends on what we're evaluating. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Okay, talk about no science, bro. <laughs> okay, so who has the edge with the bench? Anybody have an opinion? Theoretically? No, actually. Well, theoretically, <laughs> OKC does? Okay. Hmm, hypothetically, if we were to play them... <laughs> I'd say Schroeder's better than everybody on their bench. I think they're, the Thunder have a much better, much higher ceiling as a bench because Schroeder's probably more capable than most of the guys that, that Portland's bringing off the bench. And, and then Markeith no. can score. They've got two guys who can go and get you. I mean, in theory, either one of those guys can get you 20. And the, and the Blazers have some guys like that. Certainly Curry can if he makes threes. And Lehman has had some pretty good games. Um, I think of Jake Lehman mostly as a guy who celebrates stuff a lot. Like, he gets really excited when he does stuff. Maybe, like, maybe that's why I love him so much. Maybe. We really talked a lot about him. Uh, Jake Lehman. <laughs> Bryce, did you give me a hot dog, man? Well, that's okay. all right. Okay. See, we're on a podcast. So who are the X factors for each team? So we'll start with the Thunder. Like, who's, like, the biggest X factor for so, the Thunder? Can we define X factor? Yeah. I think it's intentionally vague, right? That way you can apply whatever you want to it. I would say the X Factor is Rumble. Hey, will you please leave again? <laughs> I don't know. Like, If they play well, it could turn the series I think for either. I think in, every, in any series they played, I would probably pick Schroeder. Just because he's yeah. the, the, the high and low of Schroeder is there's such a variance. 
and when he's really good, they're pretty good. Because they've only, you know, we've said this a million times on the Dream Team this year, but they've really only got two guys who create shots for themselves and other people for the most part. Mm-hmm. Schroeder gives them a third guy, and that changes them when you've got a guy who can go get his own and he can set up other people. And it definitely feels like Schroeder has played, like he's starting to trend back up as well. He was incredible last night against the Bucks, which is not yep. really saying much. But he was also good enough against the Rockets, like, there was that span, which it's hard, like, remembering that these guys are human beings that have feelings and lives. Like, when he had a kid, man, he took he fell off a cliff. More baby blaming. Yeah, yeah. Those what, babies, man. The babies. What is wrong with them? What about, babies ruined. What about no. Ferguson's baby, though? And I, I know. He played better, I think, right? He was much better with What's well, because he was able to think about all that matters in life. Schroeder just didn't have the chance, man. He's but German. it's also like, did you feel guilt? Like, I wonder if he felt guilt bringing a baby into this world. Yeah, we Like, can't. this world's already overpopulated, and it's just, ugh. Like, Thanos. It's such a philosophical question, bringing a baby in this world. You know, that was a positive outlook on this, Jay, but it could have been negative. Yeah. Something to consider. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, from, from what I could see, uh, no, uh, no shortage of support on raising that child in the Schroeder family. I swear, every time that I've seen, like, after the game, like, you know, there's there's the family, and it's like a crew of them supporting this child. So Dang. it takes a village. Are you I, sure that's not his German skate crew? <laughs> <laughs> he does have a German skate crew. I don't know if they're here helping raise the baby. I got a little confused because we went from, like, I don't even know what was happening to, like, a real answer on the babies. Okay. What's the so movie Schroeder called that had it, three dads I, raising I'm going a baby? Schroeder. Okay, the only other X factor yeah. for the Thunder. Oh, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, basketball. I, I picked Schroeder. The, only, the other X factor for the Thunder is Markeith. Because he's a guy that could put up 20 in a game, and it wouldn't be completely shocking, and that could change a game five or whatever. So is Seth Curry the X factor for the Blazers? He's an X factor. Probably. I mean, although I, if one of those centers were to play, if Myers Leonard or Zach Collins plays well, that's huge for them. Zach Collins is somebody I lean towards. I was kind of like watching. I think the bringing on the cancer, we were nervous about being kind of a, I don't know, like a stifling of Zach Collins' development. We talked oh, yeah. about that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like Zach Collins a lot, and uh, he kind of fell to the wayside a little bit, but. I don't know. He could be something. Jay, you're kind of in these pretty boys on uh, Portland, huh? <laughs> the, well, if they didn't have so many, Myers, they have three. <laughs> They're very distracting. They to are watch, very honestly. distracting. Very, it's very ooh, difficult it to pay attention. Hot. It gets a little hot watching them play. <laughs> and they get kind of sweaty. <laughs> Smooth. And they have Seth? Nick Stalkas. No, he's not with him anymore. Okay, X Factors for the Blazers. Seth we just Curry. talked about this. You want, like, real answer. Yeah. Seth Curry for me because. He is streaky, too. He's had games for the Blazers that he's had 20 points off the bench. I mean, he is a guy who can hit three out of five threes in a game. And now, if your bench doesn't play up to uh, what they need to, uh, that that really could... These two teams play each other close. Even though the Thunder have won all four games this season, all those games have been pretty close. Uh, one went to overtime. One was only by two points. And so if you have a guy like Seth Curry off the bench who's hot from three, that could be a huge difference in a game. Yeah. Rodney Hood's another one. Yeah, who's also Rodney a guy Hood. who has, has at times played well against them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that is former NBA Finals uh, competitor Rodney Hood. Competitor. Right. Yeah. I forget that he was on that team. He was. Was that and, the Cavs? And when Tyron Lue went to him, he, like, put up some points. Yeah. Yeah, he can be good. That's the thing. Okay. We're going to go to picks. 
We're going to pick the series now. Jay, don't leave now. I don't do this, man. Okay, so we're gonna, everybody's going to give their pick. Taylor, we'll start with you. What am I doing? You're picking the series. Okay. Who's going to win? How many games? The Thunder are going to win in five games. Okay. That's five? Old. I really don't. I really, honestly, I feel like we've been giving the Blazers way too much credit in this. They've played well, but the Thunder they beat them they, but they four times this season with Nurkic on the team. And they haven't played anybody. They played the Nuggets twice, which one of which they were blatantly trying to lose. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just don't think that they're going to be able to match up with the Thunder. I think the Thunder have way more talent, and I think that the Thunder have easily, definitely the best player on the floor. Okay. Jay? Thunder in five. Oh, wow. Five. Okay. Ham? Um, I'm going six. Okay. I just think five is ridiculous and ludicrous and insane. <laughs> Any, anybody that would, would say five is just stupid. God, you're such an idiot. No, I, it, this feels like this feels like a six-game series, and I, it, it does seem like OKC, even though they, they sort of backed their way into this spot, and you know they were twelve and thirteen after the All-Star break. They won their last five. They looked they looked a lot better over the last five games, hence the wins. Um, I, I feel like this could be a, a six-game series, and if they if if they don't win the series, I think they should be favored, honestly. Yeah. Um, and if they don't win the series, they are there's favored, some bigger right? questions. They're favored, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Brett. I'm I'm going to pick Thunder in six. I will say this. I think while what we saw from Portland indicated maybe they didn't want to play the Thunder organizationally, I think the players in Portland from some people I talked to today are pretty excited about this. This is what yeah. they want. Uh, they lost four times this team. They do not like this team at all. Right. I think they're very excited about the opportunity to play them and excited about the opportunity to make up for getting swept out of the playoffs last year by New Orleans. Are they lying, though, because they tried to lose last night? I know. Well, that's, but the players didn't try to lose. Da- Dame's not out right. there trying that's, to lose. Yes. I think, I think Damian Lillard is excited about this series. I think okay. this is what he wants. I think they will play very well. Uh, I think we're underselling Portland a little bit. I'm going to take Oklahoma City in six, but if it goes seven, I think Portland is most likely going to win a, a game seven at home. Mm. Yeah, but it is not insignificant that the coaching staff and whoever determined we were only going to play six guys. Yeah. It's not insignificant that they did that. Right. I agree. I, I, I thought Barry Trammell had a great piece on that today. Like, how do you as Terry Stotts go into the locker room after that and say, well, guys, I tr- we tried hard not to get OKC, but we got OKC now. Apparently they celebrated. I there was a, a Blazers podcast I listened to this morning, and they were celebrating like crazy after that game. Anthony Simons took home the box score, and he framed it. Well, sure. I mean, I mean it's a 25-point comeback. I mean, and, that's... And that's a guy who hadn't done a whole lot in the league and has a great game. So it's Is he yeah. an X-Factor would be my question. <laughs> just kidding. Um, in four years, yes. <laughs> I'm picking Thunder in six as well, and I'm hoping for Thunder in six because I want three times to get a bunch of free candy in the first round. <laughs> that's my, it's all about the candy. That's my main objective is to fill up that cup with candy and then watch there's an employee for the Thunder or for whoever he works for that his only job is to refill the candy. And I just would like that to happen three times at least. Somebody, I'm not going to name any names because I'm not sure I know their name. But somebody the last game, you know, there's like there's like a bowl of Reese's Pieces. Yes. Somebody took like half the Reese's Pieces. Oh, really? They, they took one of those big plastic drinking cups and like maybe three quarters of the Reese's I Pieces. I think you know their name. I, I, we'll talk off air. Sneaky. I need a name. I need a name because usually by the time I get there, it is, there's scant, if any. It is. I can't Reese's blame Pieces. a man. Reese's Pieces, 
Oh, they they're they're the best. They ever. are so good. They're so good. Oh, man. Gosh. After the Houston game, though, there was a lot of candy left at two o'clock in the morning whenever I left the arena. So, <laughs> Did you, remember last year they used to do they used to do the big bowl that was full of like little individual candy bars, yes, like the little I, like bite sized. Yes. And like at the end of the night, it would be totally full at the beginning, and there was Twix, and there were like oh, some Starburst in there, great. and little yeah. Snickers and Milky Way. Can I guess what's and like? At the end of the night, every night. Okay, hold on. Don't Just, say it. Don't say on, it yeah. because I want this is going to be for twenty five dollars. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for twenty five dollars, what candy was left over out of those miniature chi- size, like, like candy the fun bars. size candy bars? Uh, really, what, the bite size. What candy was left over? If you guess correctly, you get a twenty five dollar gift card to a- Baby Ruth. That's nope. a good guess, but it's wrong. Good That's guess, wrong. but it's wrong. I've got a close. Hold on. What do we got right here? Right there. Three what? musketeers. Three Musketeers. That's what it was. Always. Always. Just like half a bowl of Three you're Musketeers. Like, you're, you made out like wow. a bandit tonight. You're on fire. Like you're winning all the prizes. People chose the Whoppers hey, Bryce, over the Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers. Is, Whoppers not really in think that. about it, though. It's like, three Musketeers is whack. I've been busting that A for years. It's, just like, oh, it's like, like Milky no. Way without caramel. <laughs> I, you know what? Kind of like them. It's I, kinda, I would of take. Of course them. you do. Man. I would go in there and I would it's take. It's light them. and fluffy. Such a dad. How if long you just take like so every night you would just take the fifty-three musketeers that were left in the. <laughs> is there is there a chance that Andrew would? Andrew wakes up from a nap and eats pecans, <laughs> raw pecans. That's, that's mm-hmm. not untrue. Need energy to mow the lawn. <laughs> not, none of these things are untrue. Not one of them. I planted a pecan tree for my own pecans. <laughs> I would really like that. I would so, really like it. So. Andrew, no. have you not gotten to the point where you literally go over there and open up your bag and just like, <laughs> okay, throw them on? There. So, confession time. I went to the game with my family as a fan and brought my whole family. During halftime, I did run down to the media room and dump the entire deal of M&Ms into a cup. <laughs> back into the stands, I did that. Is there what a did, you, what did you put in there? M&Ms. The, the blue oh, M&Ms. The M&Ms. Yeah. Oh, they're like fake, though. Are they real M&Ms? I don't think. I think they're candy-coated chocolate pieces. Oh, oh okay. which, which from is, like Dollar Tree, which is not M and M's. M and M's does not make a blue M and M, and it doesn't have. You can buy specific colors. You can There's buy just no M on it. That's the There's thing. There's no, no M. M. There is no M. But now I, that's just straight, just jacked up. I, I, dumped, I dumped the hard uh, coated chocolate candies yeah. into these a are, cup. Yeah. These are refurbished. You didn't take the whole. You, you didn't take the whole thing of candy beans. Andrew's There's a whole thing of candy beans every night. A whole thing. Andrew's about to get his. Press revoked. I, I was running. Tumbleson's listening, y'all. I was running down there. I ran into Antonio Daniels afterwards with this giant cup of just blue M&Ms. Uh, it was good. Okay, what are we talking about? Okay, we're picking. We just yeah. picked. Okay, so I, I, Thunder and six for most of us. Thunder and five. So we all think the Thunder are going to win Thunder and five for the dummies. Thunder, <laughs> thunder and five for you idiots. And Thunder and six. It's just, it is unbelievable that the Thunder are one of the bottom four seeds and they're being favored. And I would guess that most people will pick the Thunder to win this series. It's just unbelievable that they have found themselves after really just shooting themselves in the foot over and over and over again until they just have no feet. And now (laughs) they get to play the Blazers who have had just this injury riddled season. It's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's, uh, it, it is because, um, I mean, at one point we felt like OKC was going to firmly secure the three seed. Um, instead, they get the opposite seed of that. 
Um, but, I mean, it does speak to the, the injury concerns, I think, with Portland and just the – I think people are factoring in the regular season matchup between the two. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say if we were sitting here today talking about OKC versus, OKC versus Denver or Houston, yeah. I think we'd have some different responses. We would 100% have different responses. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's a reason. This is the one you sort of said, like, after Nurkic went out, I think everybody said if that's what you want. And not just them. I think most teams would like to have – if you've got to play one of those teams in the top four – there's no question. It's, it's no slight to Portland that everybody would rather play Portland. They're without their third best player. Yeah. Uh, so what has to happen in your mind for OKC to win this series? Like, what are the circumstances? Is this everybody has them winning and winning kind of easily? Like, what's what are the things that have to happen? Like, do we have to have a healthy Paul George? Do we have to have a focused Russell Westbrook? Like, what is the what does the series kind of shape look like? I think Paul George has to be good. He doesn't have to be as great as he was in the regular season, but they need Paul George to be something approximating what he was over the course of the whole regular season, not necessarily what he was against Portland. Um, they just can't have – I mean, they can't have four or five games where they can't make a shot. That's no. If they have one of those droughts offensively, it's anybody's serious. Anything could happen. So they they got to be competent offensively. And then I think the other thing is they've just got to rotate and communicate well defensively and not give up a bunch of open threes because that's one thing. Portland can get hot, and they can make threes. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what I say. They need to get Terrence Ferguson at least 20 shots a game. <laughs> I mean, you've got to put Dame and Cantor in a pick and roll, like what, every single possession? Yes. <laughs> over and over, That's for thing. real. And like, if you do that, how are you going to lose that game? I'm dead serious. That's I'm really well. not. The other thing in this series, they cannot get Stephen Adams like five shots to open the game yeah. and then go away from it mm-hmm. for long stretches. They just can't do it. It's too important that they go at Cam. And to me, like, Cam, you made the point of Ferguson getting 12 shots. I think it's got to – like, Steven Adams has to average 12 to 13 shots a game. I think yeah. they've got to get him the ball. And if he's averaging, like, six – It's not going to happen. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. That means they're going to have to get him 12 first-half shots every game. I mean, it's just – And that, that's what – I'm interested in the, 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 the counterpunch by Portland. Yeah. What does Terry Stotts do? What does Billy Donovan do in retaliation? Sort of that chess match between the two coaches in terms of their matchups and, and shifting the starting lineups. I don't think Billy's going to have to do this necessarily, but is he going to have to tweak his rotations? He's going to have gonna, to, yeah. You know, are you going to see more Markeith Morris in this series than Nerland's Noel at the five spot mm-hmm. because Portland makes an adjustment? It, it's that sort of stuff that I think you, you might see after the first game or two. Yeah. And I think, too, it's hard as a coach and as a team offensively to say we're going to do something a little different than what we've done all year because we've got to target a matchup, but that's what you do in the playoffs. That's That's what you've got to try to do. Look look at last year. (laughs) Yes. Utah didn't target Carmelo Anthony in game one. They really didn't. They didn't single him out and go after him, and the Thunder won that game, right? They win game one, right? They did. That was playoff P, man. Playoff P. Or did they win game two? I don't even remember. But I tell you One. this, they did, not, they did not target Carmelo Anthony in the way that I think, if the Thunder were being honest, they expected to. And they knew that was coming, and it, it happened. Yeah. And this is exactly why everyone wanted Portland in round one. They have the most, uh, the most obvious targeting. Like, the most targetable guy. Yes. Right. Yeah, they have the and, most flaws of anybody. And the then you have Denver person. with Jokic, but like Portland is exponentially more obvious than that. I really hope that we get a moment where Billy Donovan gets caught saying can't play Cantor again. <laughs> where he's just saying they yelling can't play at Cantor. Like just shouting it down at Terry yeah. Stott. It's like, <laughs> yes. like yelling down the sidelines. You can't play Cantor! <laughs> That's just got to happen. I tried to tell you! <laughs> okay, so what has to happen Central for Raven? <laughs> Obviously, we don't think Portland is going to win this series. But what's, what are the circumstances that would happen for Portland to be the team that moves on? Dame is like MVP Dame. For yeah, one yeah. Thing. That's where it starts. 
Dame could win this series yeah. for Portland. I, I have no doubt about it. He is that good. Um, if Paul George is a lot more injured than, than what we realize, um, that's going to be a massive thing. If yeah. Russell Westbrook decides to make this a thing uh, between him and, I don't know, Seth Curry, between him and, I don't know, Evan Turner. Um, you know, those are the sorts of things. But it, it does really come down to if Dame has a fantastic playoff series, um, that can start to turn things a little bit for him, I think. Yeah. I think, and I mostly I think that Dame has to be great and the Thunder have to have so many things go wrong. I don't think that, because they don't have anybody else. Like, I don't, I mean, maybe CJ is good, but I just don't know how much you can count on him coming back from injury. I don't know how much you can count on him, period, because he hasn't really had a good year. I think that it's, Dame going off and Paul George maybe like having to take games off because he's so injured. I think those are like the circumstances that lead to it where it's like very obvious like Paul is just so unhealthy that he can only play in like three of these seven games or something like that. It it was, uh, I don't know, I I don't want to put too much stock in this because it was the last game of the regular season against a Milwaukee team they knew was not going to play their best guys. It was a little concerning that the Houston game, something happened enough to keep Paul George out of the next game. It's also second out of a back-to-back as well. There's some and other a, factors and a there. Quick, a quick back-to-back, last game of the season, You, they knew who Milwaukee was playing. I mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, it could be significant. You're the right. Fir- the first round is spaced out. There's a couple of, right. of You're gonna have days rest. between each game. I will say that the thing that is, I would probably agree with it, it be concerning is the fact that it's the right shoulder is what they mentioned last night. Yes. And it's been the left shoulder. Yes. The right shoulder was the first one. It's been flip-flopping. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it was the, f- the first injury was a right shoulder. That's the one that caused him to miss a few games. Yes. And then the left shoulder started to bother him. He aggravated it on a play against Houston. Yeah. That's, so that, which is what happened against Denver when he aggravated yes. the first yes. time. And so mm. that's so these the are thing fake. that's a little bit <laughs> unsettling to me probably is yeah. the fact that it is and the like, right shoulder. He's had that KT tape on his left shoulder for yeah, and he's, I mean, he's like a walking ice pack up there after games. He's got all this ice on it. Even sometimes when he's checking in, you see him wearing all that stuff. Billy Donovan's point yesterday was he didn't expect it to be a situation that would cost him games in the playoffs because even with everything, he went right up to the wire last night. He, he, he tried to see if he could play. Now, they, actually, they said he was going to go through pregame and see how he felt. He did not go through pregame, so it was bad enough that he didn't really do that. He Unless he did it way earlier than normal. Because he, he sat in the locker room. He was back there and didn't really go out there. Um, but th- I think their, their thought is he was close last night. And maybe in a different situation, maybe he could have played. You know, But I, I think the expectation is, well, I don't think he's going to be 100% in this series. I think the expectation is that he will play. Yeah, and I th- he even said it whenever somebody, I can't remember who brought up the question. Maybe it was you, Brett. But this is the first year that Paul George scored 2,000 points or whatever. And he said, yeah, look what it cost me. My body is wrecked. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's right. just a reminder. And I think that's one of the things. I'm not going too far into this, but one of the things you could look at next year as far as the development with this team is how do you load manage a little better throughout the – especially early. Well, yeah, and I, I think one of the ways is don't lose 13 of 21 coming out of the All-Star break because they would have been able to do that if they had, right. if they had yeah. right. maintained the cushion that they had. They had a great cushion going into the All-Star break. Yeah, they were, seven games. They were closer the to first place than they were to Houston at four. Uh, that That changed. Yeah. Um, no, you're, you're exactly right. OKC took nights off after the All-Star break when they were actually playing basketball games. Yes. Therefore, they could not take nights off in order to not play basketball there towards the end of the season. That's the one thing that bothers me a lot about this team is they did this last year and they came into the year and said, we're going to take care. We need to clean up that issue. They were, if you remember, they were the last team to lose to a team with a, a, a losing record. They lost yep. to Chicago. Yeah. 
and uh, they were the last team in the NBA to do it, and they had sort of set out and said, we're going to do this, and then they kind of didn't do it. 82 games is a long time. Oh, my It is, gosh. and it's going to happen. But the thing is, if you look, they have almost the same record against 500 or better that they have against sub-500 teams. It's a problem. They're as good against winning teams as the Warriors. But the yeah. Warriors went like 30-6 and six against teams with yeah. losing records. Yeah. Which is what great teams do. They exactly. beat up on those bad teams. Yep. Okay. Anything else on this series that you need to get off your chest? I'm excited for it because they do not like each other. I mean, it, it's, it's you know the NBA is, is there's some there's some manufactured drama. This is legitimate dislike. These two teams do not like each other. Remember when Nurkic got hurt and Paul George got asked about it because Paul George always gets he's the ambassador for injuries. Like anytime for, for somebody legs. hurts anything on their leg, Paul George has to answer about it. And he said like. You know, we don't wish that on him. A lot of people in this organization don't like him. They yeah. don't like Nurkic, but we don't, you know, we don't, we hate to see anybody get hurt. They don't, neither team is shy about the fact that they don't really like that other team. I do think Nurkic stands, stands at the center of that, though. Dame like, and Russ are also a big part of it. I think it's the two of them, but then, but like, it's hard. Ennis just throws this thing into a yeah. weird, like, yeah. Ennis is like, I love these guys so also, much. Also, outside of <laughs> Indiana and, like, kind of Utah, nobody hates Paul George. He's just like, Right. He's just not that kind of guy. Okay, so the Cantor okay. thing, I just thought of this. How is Cantor going to handle being on the other side in Oklahoma City? Because he came to a playoff game last year as yes. a fan I in know. his prime yeah. to Oklahoma City. That's what, actually, are the, what are the odds that the fans turn on him eventually? He's going to get to do that like five or six times this year. Not come to Oklahoma City, but play his favorite team as the fan. As a <laughs> He's going to play the Thunder as a fan. They're going to blow him out first game. Cantor's going to be like, wow, that was so amazing to play against Russell Westbrook. He's going to warm up in a Russell Westbrook shirt. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Russ has been busting they ass for years. Oh, wait, that's my team. It's a weird, it is a honestly a weird dynamic that he has with the organization since he's left. Yeah. Because what, what, what other player do you know that has ever done that? I can't think of anybody. It's, no. it's strange. I mean, I'm sure there are players who could go back. You know, like if Wade had gone back to a Heat game to watch the game when he was playing for the Bulls, I'm sure he would have been embraced and people would have liked him. Yeah, yeah. and that like, would have made way more sense and been a lot less weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's won championships <laughs> with him. Like, this is just like Ennis Cantu. It, like, he I know, it's not him. like he's – like, Wade is legitimately the greatest player in that franchise's history. Yes. On battle, like, LeBron is the best player who's ever played for them, but Wade is their, their franchise player. And the Ennis Cantor is a dude. He's the 26th yeah. best player to ever yeah. play on the Thunder in 10 years. I mean, it's just it's, – it's crazy. Yeah. It is it's, weird, and I just wonder how, how he will handle that. And playing against Steven Adams, he's a, he's a stash bro, man. How are you going to go against your stash bro? Man. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you're talking about, I mean, we haven't even talked about Mo Cheeks versus Nate Tibbetts. Oh, I don't know if you want to. Unbelievable gosh. matchup. Let's, Let's spend 30 minutes on this. Breaking this down. <laughs> hey, okay. I do. I want to say something before we move on to Twitter questions. So we're at Anthem Brewing Company. Yeah. You mentioned that. I'm just letting you know right now, the super fancy Saison, we've been talking about it for a while, but it's an Apple Saison. It is amazing. It's very it good. It really is. Everything we have up here has been delicious, but this Apple Saison right here. It is. If you live in Tulsa, if you're from New Zealand, yeah, it's worth the, worth the trip. <laughs> no, man. As much thanks, man. If you're coming into Oklahoma City for any of these playoff games from Tulsa, you need to make the trip to Anthem Brewing Company. Before the game's $1 off any pint. Yeah. $1 not $1 pints. Never $1 said that. $1 off pints. 
<laughs> Come enjoy Anthem Brewing Company. This it's incredible group of people, and their beers are made on Earth by humans. Do we um, do we want to go through the playoff matchups? Just rapid really fire, quick. like not long discussions, but no rapid fire. Okay, Warriors Clippers. What are your picks? Warriors. Okay. Warriors and four. Anybody have four. anything yeah, other than the sweep? Warriors and four. Yeah. Yeah. Warriors five. Pat Bev takes out Seth. See in Western Conference Finals, KD. Seth? You said Seth. Seth. No. Steph. Uh, okay, Rockets Jazz. This one is this is kind of juicy. Best series in the first round? <laughs> juicy. Maybe. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, what, what would be? I think it is. It is juicy. I think. Uh, uh, I kind of like the Spurs Nuggets, too, though. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Juicy. Less juicy. Philly, Brooklyn, right? That's, that's, <laughs> that one is that's also intriguing a, as well. Yeah, and Indiana and Boston. I like... I, I mean, I like Houston, and I, I will say six, six. But I think this will be. I, I think it can be a fun series. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, I don't know. I I have doubted the Rockets all year, so therefore, if I pick against them, they will win the series. So uh, okay. therefore, I'm going to pick Rockets in six. Okay, I got Rockets in seven. Yes, Rockets. Oh, in really? Six. Seven. I have six, but a juicy six. <laughs> Very juicy. Okay, juicy. Nuggets, Spurs. I got the Nuggets in five. I'll take the Nuggets in five. I, 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 I'm not a big believer in the Spurs. And I, I think we've kind of, because they've kind of messed around here at the end, I think we've forgotten how good Denver was all year. They're good. Denver has slid towards the end of the regular season. I mean, I don't know how much. They, that probably doesn't matter a whole lot going into the postseason. But it is a thing to note. It's a thing. Jokic is a player that sometimes doesn't show up. And he's it's their true. best player. It's all of the two-liter Pepsi. That's why. Den- I know. Den- I'm ta- Jay? Go ahead. No, you please. Denver and seven. Okay. Spurs seven. Whoa. Dead serious. Whoa. Saucy. Dead serious. I like spicy. That. That's spicy. It's wrong, but it's spicy. <laughs> Not juicy. This one's spicy seven. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, I'm going to take Nuggets and six on that one. Okay. I feel yeah. worse about me agreeing with Taylor on Thunder and five after that one. <laughs> You're yeah. going to be here's, really. Here's I'm a, telling you. Here's one controversial opinion I have about that series. Greg Popovich is a very good coach. <laughs> Oh, hot take! How dare you? How dare you? Oh man, I, I could. We're going to do an entire show just about that. Spurs are not that good, but they just have. I don't know, man. Lamarcus Aldridge can put thirty a game up. He can. Demar Derozan has been terrible in the playoffs. I don't believe in him at all. But I also don't believe in you. You are a historic hater. I'm. I've become a hater of the Nuggets this year too because I think that they're better than they should be in my head, and so it makes me want to hate Jokic. So there's (laughs) something weird going on with Demar and Jokic in my head. Spurs (laughs) spicy seven. Spurs. Uh, Okay, Bucks Pistons. Bucks and four. I just like the Nuggets, and I like I like Murray at the end of games. I like them. I like. I think the Nuggets are really good. He's good. Uh, Bucks and four. Any other opinions? Bucks and four. I mean, who knows if Blake Griffin's able to go? He wasn't able to play the last game of the regular season, which was a they had to win playoffs to or get not in. type game. Yeah. Uh, he was questionable when he dropped 45 on OKC. Um, but still, I mean, it, regardless, even if he plays, it, it feels like Bucks and four. Yeah. They're incredible. Pistons and just kidding. Bucks and four. <laughs> Bucks and four. Okay. Uh, Raptors magic. Raptors and five. <laughs> yeah. I'll take the Raptors. You know what? I. I'll take him at four. Oh, sweep. Okay. Raptors in five. They get too excited at Disney World and just don't show up in game four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kawhi. Ka- wait, wait, wait. Kawhi on Magic Mountain or Space does Mountain? Does Kawhi like Disney or does he hate Disney? You know what he loves? 
Kawhi has when he goes to Disney, he only goes to Epcot. He doesn't buy the park the park hopper. He is only buying an Epcot ticket. He goes on a roller coaster. He goes ah. <laughs> well, we soon he'll be able to go to Disneyland regularly because you see it's in the he plays for LA. I guess. Um, I, I'm taking uh, Raptors and four on that one. Okay, Sixers Nets. That one could, uh, you know, like, so I, I talked with Sean about this. We both agreed that's, like, low-key, very interesting. Um, Is low-key very interesting interesting? Hmm. Interesting so, question. So, low-key interesting question. <laughs> have, we heard, have we heard anything? <laughs> Brett Brown was very, like, kind of cryptic about Joel Embiid last night. Yeah. Have we heard anything, updates on I have his not. knee? No. I mean, that's a game. That's obviously a serious changer. I guess. I Let's believe see. in Brett Brown, though. Great name. You guess. Yeah. <laughs> Good pedigree. I'm, that I'm gonna, first name particularly. What are you about to great. do, Ham? <laughs> great first name. <laughs> Ham, what are you about to do? Do what? You're about to do something. I oh, like sorry. Um, Sixers and seven. Oh, okay. I oh, think okay. that one goes the distance. Okay. I say I'll, Sixers and six, but the Nets are totally a team that the Sixers would let score so many points on them. Yeah, I'm. I say six two, but that's a, it's an interesting series. It, yeah. it really is a series where they 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 have a chance. Brooklyn has a fighting chance just because of style and matchups. And six is like the throwaway. Like I don't really know what to think about this. Let's say Philly and six. That's kind of my thought when I say those. You're totally right, Jay. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It's Philly and six. Philly and five. Going nice. five. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm not a huge believer in the Nets. Okay, Celtics Pacers. I think this is the one. That is a little spicy. Celtics and four. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's this year's Celtics. How big yeah. is Marcus Smart being out? It's big. It's not as big as Victor Oladipo being out. <laughs> that is the truth. Is it true? Is that true though? Because like they've that been Victor's awesome. out. I, but the Pacers have been awesome this season. D- yeah, it's even without him. I don't have a coach of the year vote. It would be really hard to leave McMillan out of the top three. It's, I, have, it's, I haven't heard much about him, though. Nobody really talks about it. It's because the, it's a hard year to – I mean, you could pick three guys without him and have three great guys. Right. Two-thirds of the league have legit, like, candidates, it feels like. Yeah. yeah. Billy the, the guys Donovan. That, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't been fired by today, you are a coach of the year candidate. <laughs> Hey, I thought the athletic article where they did the survey with the players was perfect because Billy wasn't on the list where the players that you didn't want to play for or yeah. did want to play for. Right. He's, that's like, oh yeah, that's the perfect Billy Donovan. Like that's him. It's actually it's also perfect for the Thunder's coach. Like that's exactly what the Thunder yes. would want. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Invisibility. Yeah. Sam Presti's like, who's the most blah coach out can we, there? Can we make sure that no one is seen? Like, how can we do that? Stan, Stan Van Gundy isn't even a coach right now, and he was on the do not want to play for coach. So was, so was Thibodeau, who's not coaching anybody. Right. Thibodeau won. Yeah. Thibodeau was first, I think, wasn't he? Who, Just, gives, who gives the longest answers without actually saying anything? Billy Donovan. Let's yeah. hire him. Yeah. Michael Malone is in that mix, though. He says he uses a lot of words. That guy. I appreciate you saying Michael, by the way. Yeah, you That's know his name. Yeah, but but Michael's I know like that. funny too. He is funny. Yes, Billy's well, funny sometimes. No, he's but, great. Man, like like Michael is just like laugh out loud. Just I, I don't know. I, I really like him. Really like. I like Billy too. But okay, picks for Celtics Pacers. Now that we have broken down the coaching things, Pacers six. Whoa! 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 Whoa. The rare Hail. juicy and spicy. I'm really mad at you because I was going to say the same thing. I think the Pacers are going to win the series. Boston in seven. Boston seven. I think it'll go to seven, and then and then Boston will get serious. And I'm going to say I'm going to say Boston in five. I'm a big Ooh. believer. Well, what do you believe? Belie- what do you believe in? Tell me what are your beliefs. Playoff Kyrie. 
That's what I believe in. Oh, but yeah. they don't have their emotional leader in Marcus Smart. Yeah, that'd be all right. It's true. Pacers in six, Kyrie Irving to the Knicks, uh, Brad Stevens fired, Danny Ainge replaced with Mike Zarin. Oh, you just total downfall. You veered wow. right off the rhyme. You were really this going is, for a second there. This is, Pacers in six, Kyrie to the Knicks. <laughs> you had it, and then he just veered off. Brad Stevens out. goes to the if, Kings. If all of that happens, that's the moment where I resubscribe to the Bill Simmons podcast. That will be the moment. <laughs> yes, no doubt. It'll be wonderful. Okay, we have some Twitter questions. Jay? Twitter questions. Oh, All right, our first Twitter, Twitter questions. questions. Yeah. Uh, that was so loud. I'm so sorry, everyone. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that was loud. All right, our first Twitter question comes from friend of the pod, Bangelo. Best playoff viewing snacks for at home. What do you eat <laughs> while watching the Thunder play in the playoffs? Anybody? Beer? Beer, it's a great, delicious <laughs> snack. I eat beer. Eat, drink, whatever. Now, Brett, do you have a particular thing that you enjoy at the Thunder Games? Um, if I say no, it makes it sound like they just have terrible stuff there. No, everything You're going to tell everybody? But not, not a particular thing. Reese's Pieces, that's, that's, that would be my thing. Could you snack on Mexican barf? You know, the Mexican <laughs> barf has been a real letdown this year. They've had it twice. It was not nearly as good. As, uh, as it's been in the past. I believe you could snack on it. I feel like there's an inside thing that... So, yeah, Ham, will you explain the Mexican barf to everybody? <laughs> I, I don't know if I could do it justice. It it's is, like a casserole. It's a, so this is a, a Thunder Media meal that they give us. And it is like tortillas and uh, meat and some kind of sauce. And, and cheese. T- so much cheese. Mostly cheese. In. It's mostly cheese. Yeah. And I think that they probably put gloves on and mix it with their hands. Mm. And then just kind of level it out. And then they scoop it. You can scoop it. It's it's like we made enchiladas, and after they were done, we threw them in a blender. Yeah. And lightly blend. dumped it in a bowl. They're lightly blended, cheesy enchiladas. A Mexican so, barf. So it does not make it into your playoff viewing snack. But it's delicious. It was it's, It was better last year than it what, is this year. But it, Honestly, it was just really one time. Yeah. It was that one time. There was just one time that it was back. so good. Sounds like an efficient Mexican meal. Mexican barf with some like tostitas, I think might Ooh, might work. That would be delicious. So, Brett, you're like chips and guac. You from the girl that has won everything tonight. <laughs> How much like money do you have now? So you don't. You're not like a fan. You're you work in the media, <laughs> right? I do watch the other games though. I will so, I will so, watch other games either in a hotel room or in my home. If you're who do you follow like as a fan? Oh, it's I mean. Give me a baseball team because I don't. I don't have a baseball team. Right. I used to like the Royals, but like, um, in as much as I have a favorite NBA team of my youth, it was the New York Knicks. Oh. Oh. So it's there. been some time since they were so competitive at the basketball. Brett crowd. Dawson, the the child, is watching the Knicks. Yes. What's your playoff snack? They're playing the Heat. Alonzo Mourning versus Patrick Ewing. Uh, crippling anxiety. <laughs> Snacking on Charlie Ward being like, flipped over into press row. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's my favorite snack, that's too. That's great. Yeah. Mine is yes. uh, candy, uh, hot tamales. If I can get the tiny mini gummy bears, that's what I'm going for. Mm. You guys had those? They're not regular-sized gummy bears. They're smaller, but better. Or if I can get some Oreo Thins. Hey. I'm going for those. Huge Oreo Thins fan, I, man. The, I'm I love dead the Oreo Thins. I know you are. I My legitimate, you the, it's because like, you're other right. than like you know, like uh, like 
hatred. Like fe- I used to feast on hatred of Charles Smith, but like, <laughs> um, but like, like I love a good buffalo chicken dip. That's the go-to. Yes. Oh yes. yes. Oh. See, I'm with you. Yeah. Right there with you. It's yeah. Delicious. Twenty-four piece KFC bucket. <laughs> oh <laughs> Who's that, huh? man. What, Eat some of that with some Oreo thins. I'm a, I'm what a I love about Oreo thins is <laughs> they're so thin and the calories are so small, you can eat the whole package. Yep. It's unbelievable. Okay, Agreed. the ratio is better, though. We've talked about this a lot. It's the best Oreo. The double, ratio is Double the stuff best. for it's life. It's the correct ratio. Double stuff is too much, man. Nah. Just grab yourself four but thins. But you can eat more Oreo thins I guarantee than you can line up a, a whole package of Oreo thins. Yeah. In the amount of time it took y'all to eat those, I'd eat a whole package of double stuff. That is not. That is not make them better. <laughs> I don't even know what that makes. Though. For me, like a fa- you're a faster eater. For me, sure. But I, I like, they're but better. I, to I, me. Pref- I prefer to enjoy my Oreo thins. Yeah, this is about competition, though. Man, peanut <laughs> peanut butter M and M's. Who's with me? Oh peanut yeah, I'm M&Ms. with you. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you they're say very good. Peanut M and M's. Those are good too. <laughs> peanut butter. Go to Walgreens. Get you a bag that you can reseal. It could last you three to four playoff games. At Walgreens, it only costs you $35. <laughs> Next question. CBS. This is from Neil Bula. Over, under for round one. Russ, one technical. Over, under. Over. Russ, under. one technical. Under. Does uh, Russ get more or less than one technical? Push. Push. Yeah, I probably agree with that. John? Um, I'm going to go Over. But then again, like, I thought Russ was going to get suspended two games down the stretch. He only got suspended one. Yeah, he found an incredible amount of restraint over the last but two weeks. Again, the counter's been reset. All right, over, under. Paul George won technical. Under. Under. There's no Nurkic. Nurkic is such an agitator. Paul, yeah. Paul George is a new man. He's this not good. Just round one. Just round one. Yeah. And just round one. Um, push. Brett, I'm going to go under just because I went push with Russ. Okay. Russ, it feels like cheating if I go push twice. All right, third one here. Paul George, three games featuring playoff P. In the series? Yeah. yeah. Under. I'll say under. I think we'll get two great Paul George games. I'm going to use my push on this one. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say under just because I, 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 I am a little – I think the shoulder's a thing to keep an eye on. Yeah, no. I, don't, I think I, that's I think fair. that could get in the way. Yeah, he it's hasn't great. been right since All Star break. Has it has not been great for the no. second year in a row. I know, which is also something that if you talk to Indiana fans, they would say that that was also a trend that he had when he was in Indiana. But he also usually did. I mean, the playoff P thing is like become that's real. A big, that's real. It's become a big thing. But he he has played well in the playoffs. Yeah. Career. All right, over under Paul George two and a half steals per game, first round. Over. That's a lot. I'll take over. Three's, three is reasonable. Okay. Over. He's going to be playing like 42 minutes a game. And yeah, he's that's play a lot of Since minutes. all three of you said over, I will take it as well. Next one. <laughs> Adams, 13 points per game. Under. Better be over. Under. Yep. I would take the under. I, I would take the under, but I think it would be beneficial for that to be over. All right. I'll be just great. stop answering these. Dennis Schroeder, 16 points per game. Over, under. Over. You all can say this as well. Like, if you're listening, you can cheer in. He's going to shoot it. Yeah, yell things at us. 16 points per game over. Yeah, scream at us. Over, under. Uh, under. I'm taking under. All right, Burton, 20. <laughs> Deontay Burton, 20 minutes. 20 minutes per game. 
God. Just Billy, barely under. Much Billy, like my previous answer, it should be over. If Billy Donovan was smart, he would play him. I can't get into this, man. Burton should play before Nader, but let's move on. Diala, nope. Felton, one game winner. Over, <laughs> under. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How glorious would that be? The Thunder. I, it, I, if it's in Portland, in Portland, game five. Game winner in Portland. Thunder, uh, the greatest moment in Thunder history. Thunder NBA of, history. Yeah. NBA history. <laughs> he drains it, and the building literally gets burnt down. They're just done. They're done having that a franchise. Too bad. It's, a, it's a beautiful building. Oh, you man. love going to Portland? I do. I, I bet that's Portland. a fun. I, here's the thing. Here are things that I like in life. I like beer, and I like coffee. And like they got oh, both can't, of those. Can't, you can't do much better than Portland. That's, a, that's a place to yeah, be. Yeah, no joke. All right, uh, Dame one game winner. Push. Yeah, push. I think that'll be the one game that I unfortunately gave them. All right, Cantor yeah. two post game compliments towards Russ <laughs> to the media. Over. <laughs> over. Way, All way five over. Six, way Is over. this game one or the series? <laughs> right. <laughs> Cantor is not going to be on Portland next year. Unbelievable. Right? There's He's no gonna way. He's going to compliment them in every post game, and then they're going to be like, dude, you can't be on this team anymore. <laughs> All right, Jay, pick maybe one or two. All more. right, let's do this. A few more Twitter questions. All right, here we go. This is a great question. Who among you guys can outrun? This is from at Miguel Divela25. Who among you guys can outrun Raymond Felton on a fast break, and who can out eat him on a fa- on a break fast on a breakfast? <laughs> on a break fast. Mm-hmm. Who among you can outrun Raymond Felton on a fast break, and who can out eat him on a breakfast? I will s- smoke Raymond Felton when it comes to eating breakfast. Oh, you would, man. I, I don't. I don't. He has that. no shot against me. I think that's actually true. I can out eat him at breakfast. There's none of us can outrun him. I guarantee you. I, right. Like. Raymond Felton, you think Raymond Felton's in bad shape because he looks different than other, other NBA guys. Yeah. If Raymond Felton went to your gym, you'd be like, that guy's doing some stuff over there. Right. Yes, that's exactly Brad, right. you haven't seen me race, man. There, there was a I uh, race. Ta- Taylor's hey. Latin fast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to race you right after this, Brett. We're just going to race. There was a video that made the rounds for the franchise of me doing the cone drill. Oh, yes. Uh, which went over spectacularly. What that's they a- did not show is I also did the broad jump. Yeah. And, I, and I landed on my feet and did not fall over. And I also I did a 40-yard dash. Um, and so I thought, eh, five and a half seconds is going to be the over-under on my 40-yard. On huh? Did you get to seven? I did not. Six and a half. Hey, but yeah. That's pretty good. Um, John, you know, why they, you know why we didn't see your broad jump? Because you didn't fall. <laughs> it's only worth watching exactly. if yeah. you fall. If, if I had made a dunce true. of myself, everyone would have seen yes, it by now. Yes, I would love to uh, see that. But needless to say, if, if I'm doing the 40-yard, and I was really booking it, okay, as far as, as fast as I could <laughs> on that 40-yard dash, I guarantee you Ray's probably getting five yep. at least. Surely, surely. So we got a question from Ray the crowd. All right, what's the yeah. question from the crowd? So Timmy's got a question All about right. the number 11 for the Thunder. Is it cursed if you have the number 11 on your jersey? Cantor, Nader, I believe Jeremy Lamb also wore the number 11. Should we be – should we just – not overlook that anymore when a guy chooses 11 for the Thunder. Just count them out of, as being productive. I think that's correct. Yeah. Cantor was good, Cursed seems a little strong. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> seems a little strong to say it's cursed. cursed. I mean, like, Evan Lader's just like a guy. <laughs> yeah. He actually seems like a pretty decent guy. Yeah. I would steer clear of every number Kyle Stingler ever wore yeah. just to be on the safe Ooh, side. Ooh, that's the one. That's true. All right, last question for this evening. This comes from at Stephen M 918 Shout out Tulsa. 
That's a Tulsa area code, if you're unfamiliar. <laughs> Shout out. Shout it out. We're Shout coming to out. Tulsa. We're going to do our – I'm calling it right now. We're going to do something in Tulsa next season. This will be the second season in a row we've said that. And ha- <laughs> yep, agreed. But and yeah, haven't. That's true. But we're going to try really hard. we got a lot of friends from Tulsa. So, all right, this is for Andrew and Taylor. I'm going to let you be Dave Yeager. And oh, no. Andrew, oh, yeah. you're going to be Vladi Divok. We need a reenactment of Vladi firing – Jaeger today. Uh, well, sorry, I was practicing my Jaeger. Will you repeat the question? I need a reenactment of Jaeger being fired by Vladi Dibak. Uh, hey, man, I already saw the Wolves tweet, so you're going to fire me? Yay, I'm Jaeger, yay. <laughs> uh, the basketball to you today. Yeah. I wanted to tell the Wolves before you. Hey. Uh, you know our team was, like, really good for the first time in a long time, eh? Do you know how many minutes in a basketball game? Uh. How many minutes? 48. 48. 48. How many minutes did the buddy play in a game? Uh, enough. 3-1. 3-T-1. That's how many. Hey, man, if you don't play for... <laughs> That's why you're fired. Get out of here. Jaeger almost turned into uh, what was the, what was the guy who owned the Photoshop in that '70s show? It was a pothead. Yes, Chong. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, oh, that's buddy, like I like his Chong. name, it's man. But uh, <laughs> Taylor, you are you were great at that, man. But thank for, you. But for real, why did he get fired? Because the Kings have no idea what they're doing. That seems correct. They they were good this year in spite of themselves. True. Okay. Anything else for the pod? Go have anything else? I do not. I really need to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, with that, an enormous shout out to Anthem Brewing Company. They have provided an incredible place to hang out. Make yes, sure you come man. here. Make sure you come here during any one of the Thunder playoff games. We are hoping there are a lot of them. Also, want to give you a heads up. On Monday, Andrew and I are going to be doing a pod. We're going to try to Skype Michele in. We're going to be doing a pod live at Oklahoma Shirt Company. Now, you cannot come to it because (laughs) they are printing the Thunder Playoff T-shirts. That will be on the seats if you go to the game. So they're printing all 20,000 of them at Oklahoma Shirt Company. We just want to make sure you check out the people that support us, OklahomaShirtCompany.com. They are an incredible group of people. They have all of their Thunder gear Excuse me, they don't have any Thunder gear. They have all of their gear. They have their shirt of the month club that goes to Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, Missouri, and Texas. They also do all sorts of incredible merchandise for your marketing needs or if you have a team. Or you just want to make like a Bryce Dickerson t-shirt company. They're going to make you your shirts. They'll take care of you. They're going to hook you up. So check them out, OklahomaShirtCompany.com. Thank you so much for coming tonight. Thank you for listening. If you're following us tomorrow on Friday... The Thunder start their playoff game on Sunday at 2.30, which is glorious. It's the best time to go to the dentist. It's the dentist time. They'll be back here on Friday of next week. So enjoy the playoff series. Check us out down to dunk. Also check out Oklahoma's Oklahoma's Dream Team. OKC Dream Team. OKC Dream Team. If you do not subscribe to them, you need to do that because every one of their after darks. sound like you do. I do. Their after darks are absolutely worth it. Check, Check it out. Brett Dawson, John Hamm, Jay Smith, Andrew Schlecht. Taylor Dickerson. Thanks and for we've listening. been busting that ass for years. <laughs>